and welcome to the Obsolete Gaming Podcast. I'm Dan, joined by Jake. Hello. And today we are talking about our top 10 Xbox 360 slash PS3 games. Now, it's each of our top 10s, so I'm going to say what my number 10 is. We're going to discuss why and all this. He's, Jake's going to discuss his, which will probably will be different. So we'll probably have very different lists. Now, yeah. just because our lists, what we think are top 10, does not mean it is what the top 10 is. No, like because there's some games. There's like one game that I think I would love, but I haven't played it, and we're doing this today, so I can't put it on my top ten. Exactly. So you know, and there's if we miss one of yours, that it doesn't mean we don't. We might. It's maybe it's not for us. Maybe we've never played it. These are just our personal favorites. We're never going to cover all games because, as we yeah. have mentioned before, if you've listened to us. I do consider this era the golden age in gaming. Of so course, you're going yeah. to have a lot of games we're going to miss out. Can't cover every game. There was um, a lot of games for those consoles as there well, was. Yeah, yeah, it was a big boom. And if you were to ask me next year what my list is, it'll probably be it'll be my number one will probably still be the same. But it'll probably be a bit different because I'd be like in a different kind of mood. I don't know. It depends but, when I look back and think, actually, no, I like that. Let's put that there. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, just to be clear, this isn't what we think are the best games, these are just our personal favourites. Yes, yeah. basically. Right. So at my number ten, and it's probably going to surprise you, is Metal Gear Solid 4. For oh. the PS3. Oh, yeah, for the PS3. It was an exclusive for the PS3. Well, Still is. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, I thought it was for both. Yeah, I would yeah. say I'd say it's um, my number 10. It's definitely not the best Metal Gear Solid game in the series. If anything, it's probably on par with number two. You've never really played them, have you? Uh, not, I mean, one. the first one I've played two or three times. Two a bit, but I, I'm not familiar with the story. Four's probably the one I'm next most familiar with after one. Because that's because, obviously... Because, of course, it's only for PS3 because you stayed at my house to play it yeah, once, no, so That's, that's yeah. the only time I've ever played it. I've only ever played it that once. Mm. And it's but, on par with number two. Number two they're, they're my favourite game series, my favourite game of all time, which I've mentioned numerous times, <laughs> is Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah, it's say, it's it's a very long game. I think it took me probably about 20-something hours non-stop playing. Well, it wasn't non-stop playing. It was a... It was a day session, <laughs> but I think it was an evening session followed by a day session. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was. The problem is, as well, it's not a very accessible game. Like, if you've not played any of them, you're not going to know what the oh, yeah, you hell can't. is going on. Whereas, obviously, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 5 did come out for PS3, but I don't really count it because to me it's an Xbox One game. Yeah, it came out. I mean, you could, you could have been on the list, but I think that if you go. Also, oh, as a Metal Gear Solid yeah. game, it doesn't stay. It was an unfinished game when you actually look at it. Yeah. Like, Kanima, Kojima got um, fired. During the the production Both. just before it was released, and you can tell towards the end, yeah, there was like there's something meant. Oh to be right, again. when you said uh, for a minute, I, I was thinking about the whole because it released that Ground Zeroes before the fact. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah. That was no, that was Ground Zeroes was like a demo, but it wasn't. It was like um, a prequel to Metal Gear Solid Five. But the thing is, he I think he only released it because he was under pressure. Like, was, I think you know Konami were basically like, come on, you can get this release this game. But Kojima, obviously, being the mad genius he is, just wanted it to be perfect. Mm. So he ended up saying, well, why don't we just take the prologue of the game? Because it was definitely meant to be in the game. Hence why now you can get Metal Gear Solid V, the complete edition. And it's just, And yeah. it's there. And it does it does feel like one game. Because the actual game picks up exactly after Ground Zero. So it was definitely a prologue. Anyway, that's Metal Gear Solid V. That's not on the list. Good <laughs> game. Unfinished game. Very, but any Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah. Apart from... Um, what's the zombie one? Do you know off the top of your head? Oh, Metal Gear Rising, is it? No, that's that's the one with Rising. Survival, one with Resistance. It's, it's some, some word. Well, to be fair, yeah. Metal, Gear, Metal Gear Survive. 
That's that it. it. Yeah, that was so... it's. I've never played it. Don't want to give it any thought. If it's not Kojima, it's not Metal Gear Solid. It's over now. I remember gone. you said that oh. a bit ago. Uh, yeah, uh, just to clarify, we should have said this at the start, but we're only doing one game per franchise for this as well. Yes. I don't. I don't actually think it's affected my list, but just in case that yeah, was no, a rule can't. we set we can't ourselves. Say, yeah, we can't yeah. say. Yeah, it's like. You know, <laughs> exactly. Two and three in the list. Yeah. So, what is your number ten? Right, Jacob? number ten. I'm sorry, with again, I don't even know if I've ever mentioned this game to you, but it's a genre that's not my favourite, but it's one I always like, and it's Virtual Fighter Five, which is still the last Virtual Fighter to ever come out. And uh, I probably mentioned on here before, but it's by far my favourite like fighting game franchise. I just absolutely, absolutely love it, and uh, it's not one I play often. But when I play it, I play it for a long time. Does that make sense? <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's, and, it's on offer on Steam as we talk, isn't it? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, like I say, it's still the, there's not been a Virtual Fighter 6. I hope there will be one day. And, I'd imagine so. Yeah. It's a renowned franchise. I don't know why. I've never really looked into that. No, one. that's, that's it. I, th- I think that came out in about 2010 and just nothing since. Yeah, it's strange. And there's all, you know, it's not like there was big gaps between them all. I think you had one and two were both for the Saturn. Three was for the Dreamcast, four was for the PS2, and uh, five was for the PS3 360. Um, which reminds me, actually, on an earlier podcast, this is nothing, but it's just something that's bothered me. I mentioned that that was a PS3 exclusive because I genuinely thought it was. I've since found out it's not, so I'm sorry for that oh, little wow. error. <laughs> that, I can't remember what episode we mentioned that on, but well, I, I just remember. I just looked up, apparently according to leaks, it might be in the works oh really mm. well let's hope so well, yeah there's just leaks remember so yeah no that well that's good and yeah I don't really have uh, that much to say about it really it's just it's just a personal favourite it's a it, for, as far as fighting games go I think it's the best that's literally yeah. about it I really. can't I've never played it but yeah it's, I can, I've heard of it so it obviously has got a mainstay so <laughs> so moving on to number 9 my number 9 is Mass Effect 2 for both the Xbox 360 and uh, PS3. Mm-hmm. My favourite, and I probably would say many people's favourite Mass Effect. You never really play Mass Effect, No, you? I remember you and uh, one of our other friends playing it a lot, so I know the whole gist of it. But no, It I've was definitely it. Mass Effect 1. wasn't wasn't a biggest fan. Liked it. Uh, I love the way, obviously, it's a multi-choice game. It is basically, you know, you can progress the story any way you want. If you want to be a bad guy, you want to say this and be a dick to somebody, then you can do that. I usually went that route. I was like, I'm always an evil man in games, like, all the time. I don't know. It's not my alter ego in these games. It's any game, when it's multi-choice and you can go down the, the, the dark path, I'm always going down that path. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, you know. Mm. Um, it, it definitely found definitely. its feet. Uh, as a game, it, it re- you know it revolutionised itself and was less boring. It less, you could tell the developers listened to a lot of criticism. The story was really good uh, from start to finish. Seth Green, as Joker, was really good in it. <laughs> Joker's the pilot; he's not Joker from Batman. No, I, I remember. I remember <laughs> yeah. the choices actually mattered because it was like a beginning and an end. And you had to essentially prepare for a big war. And if you did, if you kind of just dicked around, you weren't going to. You were literally going to get a bad ending. You had to do the right things, and you had to kind of do. But it wasn't like grindy or anything. But you had to get the right people. You had to be, you know, nice enough sometimes mm. and things like that. But what, obviously, without going too much into Mass Effect Three, the things with Mass Effect Three, obviously, a really big controversy about it back in the day. The ending of that game sucked. Like oh, you had all like Mass even Effect, I know all about yeah. that. Yeah. Mass Effect Two was basically you had a beginning, and you could have 
so many different, like ridiculous endings. Basically, you could have an ending when everyone died, <laughs> and you know. So, and obviously, I remember thinking when I finished, it, I thought, "Wow, what, what are they going to do with number three? Because like, there's so many different endings. You know, people are dead. In mine, Garrus died. He's one of the main characters, and he wasn't in my three. Like he plays a big part. I, I must it. admit, I'm, I'm surprised that hasn't been done more since. Because I think it's amazing that three games and your story continued across all from the first. I think yeah. that's incredible. It was. It's, say, don't get me wrong. It's very limited. Like Mass Effect One. Suddenly, at the beginning of two, oh, you died and you got remade. Mm, you know, very similar three, kind of. I forgot what it was, but there was some sort of exclusive. Oh, by the way, these certain things are forgotten about. It's kind of like that oh, with anything. Right, There's only so yeah. much. If you think about it, if you give a game where every choice leads to a different thing, that game's going to be massive and very short because you know the data in that game. Oh yeah, well, I, I always thought I always thought it was amazing. So yeah, it's like you know the. Um, but it's like when you look at Telltale, you know, like Walking Dead stuff. Oh, and that's all yeah. that's choice. But to be honest, there's the sort of games that's the illusion of choice. Is, 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 uh, do they make that Back to the Future game that yes. came out? Yeah, I and enjoyed it, that. It, so don't get me wrong, some of the choices in it, it does lead to a different ending, but sometimes it didn't really matter what you said. And it's like that with Mass Effect, I suppose. But it was definitely the peak of the series, mm. in my opinion, and it never got better. It was so, so much so, you know, we had Andromeda. Anyone does know that game, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm not going into that. But, but, uh, was, um, that's why it's my number. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, definitely is my favorite Mass Effect game. And my number nine. What is your number nine, Jake? My number nine. Right. Now, uh, as those of you that have listened to this before, you'll probably picked up at some point. I'm a massive fan of WWE. So trying to pick one on a console where there is a lot of WWE games was difficult. But I thought, when I actually thought about it, it really wasn't that difficult because. There's a lot of good ones, but a lot of them are very much the muchness. They're just SmackDown versus Raw, insert year here, if you know what I mean. However, I've gone for WWE All-Stars, which was a, a cartoony WWE game with the current, well, current stars at the time, around 2011, against all the legends, like, you know, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. And it was a very over-the-top, arcade-style wrestling game. So much fun, lots to unlock. Even had a young Drew McIntyre you could play as, which was, um, what's it? Yeah, I had so much fun on that game. All sorts of unlockables and fun. And it's one of them games that now... Apparently, there's a new, newish sort of similar style one called WWE Battlegrounds, and apparently that is I've not played it for this reason. Apparently, it's littered with microtransactions. Now it is. <laughs> they existed back then, but it wasn't really a thing. It was yeah, and it I was think, before yeah. it was monopolized before EA kind of uh, unfortunately kind of grabbed the flag and ran with it. That's it. Like I know we know they weren't the first, but they were very much the ones that brought it. They were the ones the... that evil, yeah, made it evil essentially. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> It was always evil. It was always evil. At least it was always done in a certain way. But yeah, yeah. EA sort of was suddenly like, oh, this is, you know, the way things are now. And it kind of is. But yeah. But, but no, if you um, what's it? If you like, like I say, that's for the 360 and the PS3. I think it's even for the Wii and the DS. I think it might have even come out on the PS2. But um, if you're a WWE fan and you've not played it, it's really worth a go. I it is. didn't really like it, but obviously going back to our Wrestling Games podcast, um, it, it actually has a lot of love. I thought it was a terrible game, but no, it's seen as one of the good ones. There's, there's so. not, nothing else like it. I know yeah. that Battleground is close, but it's just it's so it's so its own thing. That yeah. I, think, I think, And that's what's missing in wrestling games now. They're all just very much to muchness. I mean, the AEW game isn't out yet. Maybe that will blow the lid off it, but... Um, I, I hope, hope so. so. Uh, yeah, let's definitely hope so. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I couldn't recommend it enough if, for that generation. If you're going to just pick up one wrestling game, that's that's the one. No? Yeah, the only thing it's lacking, it, it doesn't really have much in the way of a story mode. It just no, sort of I remember, yeah, I do remember when I played but, it, but yeah. But yeah, especially, yeah, if you're going to get just like a few friends together, then there is no better wrestling game. It's uh, just so much fun. Well, if it's a good, yes, at the end of the day, them sort of games, if they're not, if they're not good at couch 
co-op. Well, couch not co-op. co-op. No, couch, that's the wrong just word. Just couch gaming, really. Yeah. Yeah, so that's mine. I mean, uh, what's your number eight, Dan? My number eight is Halo Reach, for exclusively for the Xbox 360. Now, obviously, a lot of people are going to go, where the hell's Halo 3? Well, that's now, what I, I, yes. I just assumed that'd be in there, to be honest. Nope. So, in my personal opinion... If you saw my expression then, by the yeah. way, it was quite a shocked look. <laughs> in my personal opinion, I always say Halo Reach is my favourite Halo game. And I've always said, and like, you don't get it, and I see why there's a difference between your favorite and the best I, I, I do kind of get it but i mean you're you're a lot more yeah yeah yeah, yeah. carry on continue yeah, so, sorry, yeah you know yes the best halo game is halo reach my favorite halo game is halo reach halo 3 is a great ending to the master chief story and it, it was it's just an amazing game halo 3 is a great game don't get me wrong but halo reach is that much better because it's a prequel to obviously halo 1 it's bungie's last ever Halo game, and you can tell it is. It's a big, basically, big last hurrah. Mm. Like, it perfected the the gunplay. Everything, basically, was just so much better. It just went from Halo 3 and just built on it. And it's a close one. Don't I'm not saying that it's a lot better than Halo 3. They're both very good games, but I just think the story was the best story in a Halo game. The soundtrack's the best soundtrack in a Halo game, which is quite a contro- controversial thing to say. Mm. I just think Bungie just mm. knew it was their last one, and they just... Gave it all they got, and even the multiplayer was redefined. So this is know. Halo Reach was Halo Bungie's Reach. last one, yeah. yes. And is that set after Halo Three? No, it's set before Halo One. Oh, oh, right. It's so set it's on the planet cool. Reach. You find out what happens on Reach, right. basically. You've only heard about it in the games, but you actually play it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's an emotional story. It's a really good story. You know, I was invested through and through, and it was such a good. I I think I actually completed it on Legendary on my own as well. I played it many, many times. Cool. No, never, I mean, I, I, I've heard of the game. I, I never. I, I just always thought that would have been a forgotten one, but I guess not. If, no, you know. say the, the multiplayer was a lot more redefined as well. Yeah. Just everything. It, it was just before, as I say again, the microtransaction thing. So it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was just. It was really good. Yeah. That's, that's basically it. That's but you know, it, it, I know it's probably a controversial thing to say, but no, no, everyone has the favourites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, as you know, I'm not really a, a Halo guy, but yeah, I just always thought with them. I don't know. I just know Halo Three is supposed to be a really big one. A really well, they're all the really big good ones, aren't they? But um, mm, yeah. lost his way a bit. Oh, has it? I, mm, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't. know. Well, Halo Infinite is. Yeah, it won't be out when this comes out. Uh, is coming oh, is that out the, soon. for the new? That's. Uh, it's, I think it's kind of a soft reset as well because right. it has lost its way a bit. Halo Four. Well, ever since Bungie walked away from it, really. Well, well like what you said with uh, what's he called the Metal Gear Solid Kojima. Kojima. Yeah, yeah. It, it just never really has been. Like Four was all right. Five was terrible. It wasn't very good at all. Oh, I didn't know there wasn't yeah. five. Yeah, Guardians. I, I've, I've lost my way with yeah, it. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's my number eight. What is your oh, number eight? Right, number eight, and this is where my retro side comes out. It was a game that was. Well, yeah, it's made in the style of an NES game, and it is Mega Man Nine. And, oh wow! Uh, okay. Yeah, like uh, the uh, Mega Man. Right, for a little bit of backstory, Mega Man started on the NES, uh, and one through to six were on that console. That's a lot of Mega Man games. Number seven was on the Super Nintendo, and number eight was on the PlayStation. And uh, I think it was on the Sega Saturn as well. But you know that generation. And obviously, the, all the NES ones very similar graphically. The Super Nintendo one, obviously beefed up that's Mega Man 7 Mega Man 8 obviously even more but because when most people at that point thought of Mega Man they thought of the NES ones they made Mega Man 9 as if it was another in another NES style game and it was uh, it never came out physically but it was downloadable for both the 360 and the uh, uh, PS3 
And uh, yeah, it's just classic Mega Man at its best. And obviously, they've defined it that much because they've made that many. It's made by Capcom. It's not like some... Yeah, it's great. There is a Mega Man 10 as well, made in the same style. But I was just a bit more fond of 9. So that's why I've gone for that one instead. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I love Mega Man. And I couldn't I couldn't not have that on my list. I'd even go as far to say, no, the first one's probably my favourite Mega Man. But Mega Man 9 is probably my second favourite. Yeah, okay. and uh, yeah, if you, I, I don't know, I, I'm guessing by your reaction, you've probably never played it. Nope. <laughs> no, I've no. never really played the Mega Man games. <sighs> I don't. Yeah, I should do because they're very really quite easy to pick up. Because oh. I think there's so many collections of them. Now. Yeah, I think now you can get uh, the Mega Man Legacy collections as like there's part. two two collections. Isn't yeah, there? yeah, I think, and then there'll be the Mega Man X, which I've never really got into Mega Man X. It's it's the same sort of thing. It's just different Mega Man. It's Mega yeah. Man. I know, I know, we, they're very good games and they're yeah. beloved, but I've just very never hard, very yeah. hard. Dr. Wily, isn't he? Yeah, that's the bad guy, Dr. Light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, what's also in Japan, he's called Rockman. Weird. It is, isn't it? Well, my number seven. Now, this was a close call between the two games. Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Now, a lot of people are going to go, so what? What about Bioshock 1? Yes, Bioshock 1, in theory, has a better story. It just does. The twist at the end, not going to say what a twist is, Hmm. if you've never played it. One of the best twists in any story, ever. Especially when it's a video game, you've been playing that character. It's incredible. Yeah. But I go with Infinite because I didn't like number two that much. I don't know what really the fandom think. I'd say probably the same. It was very much just the same as Bioshock 1. The story was a lot different and it was a bit more, but it's very dreary. You know, Rapture, Underwater City. Great, like, it was very good. They're very, very good games. I'm not knocking it. But Infinite was just a completely different step in the other direction. You know, you were in a, a, I can't, sorry, quote what the city's called. And you play a guy called Book as the main character with a, a girl called Elizabeth. Again, I'm not going to go into the story. The twist at the end is amazing. But it was just the soundtrack and the, the aesthetic. It's so beautiful. It's such a nice-looking game. still holds up today, and that's why I probably would say it is my number seven. It's my favourite Bioshock game. It, you can pick up, obviously, the HD collection on the Xbox. Well, I never did. I should do. I, again, it was a game I played through once. Absolutely loved it. Mm. But I think... it. I don't know if it how it stands with people. Maybe I'm talking sacrilege right now. People will be like, blasphemy. You know, I'm saying that like, it's the best one. But in my opinion, it, the soundtrack, the story it is the best, by far the best one, in my opinion, again. Ooh. And it don't get me wrong, it was a different game, I think, than it was originally was. From what I hear, it had a different story to it compared to what it originally was. They basically changed things on the fly mm. from what it originally was going for. Apparently, I think that may have disappointed a few people. But obviously, I was oblivious to that because I never really followed the development of it. And I think, again, I've mentioned it before, the more you put things under scrutiny, the more you're going to get disappointed anyway. So for me, it was just, oh, Bioshock 2, yeah, Bioshock 1 and 2, yeah, 1 was great, what 2 was all right. So to my surprise, suddenly picking up Infinite, I was obviously like, wow, this is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, that's probably why it would be my number seven. What is your number seven, Jacob? Number seven? Right, well, uh, again, on the retro theme, I wasn't, I must admit, before I say this, I wasn't sure whether to put this on this list because it's it's across a lot of consoles. It's on 360, PS, uh, PS3, uh, Wii U, 3DS, PC, PS4, Xbox One. But I thought, well, I played it on the PS3. Actually, initially I played it on the Wii U, but I played it most recently on the PS3, so it's going on. And that's Shovel Knight. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Did that come out, though? Does that count? I don't know when that came out. Did that come out? Obviously, no. No, I'll, I'll, I'll grant you it, actually, because it is a PS3 game. You can say it. I don't think it's part of the era, though. I think that's the Xbox One era, isn't it? Do you it? think? 
I think, but I'll count it because you played I, I, it on the I, PS3. I, I think it was very late PS, like that era, and very early the other. I think it, it kind might of have over, been. Overlapped. It was a very. I'll agree with you. I think it was me who introduced you to it, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't remember. I remember playing it. Uh, I don't think you'd heard of it, or maybe you hadn't played it. I remember playing it and loving it, but yeah, it was definitely maybe it was no. It was definitely the Xbox One. But anyway, because um, <laughs> your list is obviously my mine's like really mainstream. <laughs> You've just come up with I've, these. Like I've not done it on purpose. No, it's just, just your preference. But, yeah, um, but no, um, honestly, it's um, it's two D platforming at its best. You play as a knight with a shovel on his quest to save his friend, and it's just great. And all the bosses, are other knights, like there's king knight, plague knight, and then there's uh, extra content that came out where you get to play as them later on, and. Uh, yeah, it's challenging. The music on it is incredible. It's a love letter to the old platformers yeah, by far. it's incredible. And they've made it in a style where that game probably could have been made on a Master System or an NES. It's great. And the humour in it's pretty good as well. Just everything about it's, it's funny. It, the thing is, games like that do kind of make a massive impact. Look at Undertale, like one of mm. my favourite games of all time as well. You know, It'll be up there, definitely probably my top five. Again, just set in that kind of NES almost SNES-like era, and it's just such a good game. It doesn't matter about graphics if you've got a good no. story and a soundtrack. Well, that's it, yeah. I mean, the bit I, my favourite thing in it is... This, well, I, can't, I can't remember how you do it, but there's a woman... And she wants something, and she says she'll give you the best. She'll give you a big gift if you do it. And then it says the gift is you get to watch me dance, and just dances for yeah. a good thirty seconds before yeah. she gives you something. Eventually, but, I remember yeah. the it, it did the the usual trope as well with the last boss when you had to face all the bosses again. Mm. I remember that, and it was like again, yeah, it was just a it was a simple. Love letter. I, I honestly can't remember. It's been yeah. a while since I played it. I remember because I remember the me. last boss, but yeah. yeah. It was it annoyed, yeah. It was very difficult, but yeah. that's what they were about then. Um, wasn't I? Don't think it was on the same level as go, you know, ghouls and ghosts and what the hell's it called? Ghosts Ooh. and goblins. Ghosts and goblins. Yeah, um, um, but it was it was challenging enough. No, I, I actually, I mean, I hate. I don't know if anyone here even really knows, but I don't think ghosts and goblins is that hard. It's not easy. I don't, I, I, I don't think it's like this horrendous it gets difficult at the end but they lead you to believe that you just turn it on and it's just dead 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 it was the dark souls of its time <laughs> yeah, yeah but um, i mean don't get me wrong maybe i mean without to toot my own, um, toot my own horn i'm quite good at those sort of games yeah. so maybe that's but anyway sorry it's been given the the hd treatment isn't it it's being re-released seriously mm, yeah and the hd like uh you know modernized it was at, and not the recent nintendo direct but it was at i at a direct i remember oh, seeing right. it oh cool um i, I thought Oh, I, th- I think I did see it, but I just thought they were making a new one. I didn't realise no, it was I like a... I think it's a, a remake. Oh, fair enough. Well, that's still cool. My number six, and it will probably annoy people while it isn't further up the list, okay. Last of Us, exclusively for the PS3. Now, the reason it's not further up the list, it probably should be in my top three. It, I... As much as it is a PS3, I didn't actually play it on the PS3. Yes, it doesn't count, but it does, because <laughs> it's... You know what I mean? I, it's still the same game. Just I played it on the PS4 and remastered because I never had a PS3, as you know. I no, yeah, your, yeah. You know, I played yours, and I think the reason it's lower down on my list is obviously when I came to it, there was all the hype. I already knew some other spoilers because obviously it's the internet and it's mm. just this beloved game. And I just remember I thought, yeah, it's really good. It's lived up to the hype. 
But I think because it was that hyped up, it kind of, I just thought, is that it? It, it, like, it wasn't like a disappointing that it, but I'm thinking, huh. Well, it can't be disappointed if it's number six on your top ten Exactly, list. but I think yeah. I walked in th- expecting the greatest game of the... Because that's what people always say, the greatest game of the generation. And they, they're probably right, but I think because I was just too late to the, you know, to yeah. the train stop, I was like... Eh, well, unfortunately, you know. like I said, I've never played that, so I, I can't comment. But it is one I've always wanted to, just because it's... It, it, it basically it's made, is a holiday... It's Naughty Dog. That's made what Uncharted, I was going to say, yeah. Which I'm sure will come up later. Crash Bandicoot as well, exactly. didn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And it's... It humanised, you know, the... Don't get me wrong, games have done it, but they did it in such a way that it did humanise the the characters. Like you, you almost felt like you were playing a movie. Like, not in that... Not in a bad way. Mm. But, you know, it was... a it, The way it was directed, everything was just so much... It was like nothing had ever come out really before. It was... Don't get me wrong, the actual gameplay itself, not exactly revolutionary, just kind of shoot and cover game. But, mm. you know, one, one thing I did like is, you know, these... Um, I'm sorry, I can't say what they are. The zombies, not zombies at all. The infected people. If you get bitten by them, that's it. You're infected. That's it. It's game over. So it isn't like there's no cure you can. No, it's not like Resident Evil when you just like, oh, you suddenly get chomped on. It's fine. You know, you can go play on the game. No, it is like. Don't get me wrong. They don't just pop out and kill you instantly. Like you'll have to mash a button. But if you get chomped, that's it. So I like that that realism. And obviously, the harder you played it, realism in quotation. Exactly. (laughs) There is a twist at the end. Which is seen as one of the biggest and best twists of video game. Again, not going to ruin it. If, you, if you, I'm sure you know it if you're listening, but either way, hell, I don't. No. So yeah, <laughs> you'll have to play it for yourself or look it up yourself. Yeah. But, um, yes, that would be my number six. Should be further up list, I'm sure. <laughs> Many people's opinion, but it's a number six on my list. Oh, what is number six on your list, Jake? Number six again. Uh, I, uh, I would say just going to have a quick check. Yeah, this isn't even the last sort of retro themed one on my list, but you it's know, what random I'm like. game. That we've... It's the uh, the uh, remake of Castle of Illusion. Right, I absolutely <laughs> love that. I can tell by that you've never played it, have you? I've never played it, and again, I'm thinking, does it count? Because it's already been... <laughs> now it does because it's a remake and it's been. But no, because but... it's, it's not a remake and it's not the same game. It's a very different game. I think it's three D. It's, yeah. uh, it's not too. You know what I mean? It was it's built uh... built from the ground up. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, it's not. It just has the same sort of enemies, the same sort of levels, but it has a narrator. It's a completely different game. Just with the setting, it's it, it's great. It's it's not very long, but it's such a good game. Obviously, if you've played the original Castle of Illusion, that would be right near. If we did, it, if we ever do a top ten on the Mega Drive games, that would be right near the top. It's great. The story's fun because it's Mickey. He's just basically Mickey trying to save Minnie Mouse. It's the same same story from the Witch. The last boss is a lot harder in this one, though. I mean, it's completely different. And the thing is, uh, as well, she's like con- everything she says. She talks in rhymes, and she keeps threatening you with these weird. Like, when you play it, and obviously it's hard, so you die, so you have to try it again, and you hear saying the same thing over and over and over again, and that gets a bit irritating. Ah, uh, yeah, it was the old school yeah. games, isn't it? That's the thing. Well, like, no, this was this one. That wasn't on the initial one. No, but still, it, PS3, I think even then, it's like, um, for example, Gears of War 1. Um, just it's not on my list. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll I'll never be able to wrap my head around the fact that PS3 is old school. Sorry, yeah, I know it is, but it's just like mm. same as like when you look at like you see like retro collections and there'll be like PS2 games in there. I'm sorry, we're in our 30s. I can never see a PS2 yeah. as being retro. But <laughs> well, sorry, okay, yeah, I'm older than you, and I see it as retro. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. I know, then. I know the sentiment. I know where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, it's like I know where you're coming from with that. It's like in Gears of War One, mm. General Ram, the last boss. For some reason, they made 
the last scene before the last boss unskippable. So every time you died, and he's a very hard boss, you have to sit through it again and again. And again. So I know your pain where you just see the same thing. Jesus. Or, yeah, yeah, like I say, it wasn't, stuff was happening while she was doing this talking, but it just started to get really on your, on your nerves mm. after a while. But no, that was uh, so much fun. And like I say, it's, a, it's, a, it's something nobody really asked for. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of remakes, but this is the, this is the way to do a remake, purely because it's not the same game just spruced up, which there's nothing wrong with, but I played the remake to one of my favourite ever games, Medieval, for the, that was initially for the PlayStation remake, was on the PS4, and it's great. But it's just the exact same game in HD, and it, it looked great before. Okay, it didn't look as crystal clear on the PlayStation, but they worked with the limitations and they made it look good like a lot of games did. A lot of them failed, but yes. a lot of it worked back then. And uh, But I think if you're ever going to make a remake, that's the way to do it because it gives you reason to play it. It's a completely different experience. The just thing with- is, but on the other side of the coin, obviously, it's bringing it to a new audience. People are too young to have a PS1 and now playing Medieval, so... Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's a very another way yeah, of looking argument. at it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my argument. From a developer's standpoint. Mm. But I know where you're coming from as well. Yeah. No, it's no that, a new one. that's a very yeah. good... I, I was just thinking of it from a selfish point yeah, of view. Yeah, well, so. of course you will. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's... yeah, but no, well, that that's my number six. So uh, we're down to number five. So what's your number five? Number five is actually I'm torn, but oh. I'm going with... It's out of two games, but I'm going to go with Oblivion. Oh. Now, obviously... I'd say a lot of people say, what the hell are you on about Skyrim? And yeah, and the problem is I'm still torn now as I'm speaking because the reason I've gone well, you, I mean, with I, Oblivion... I, admit, I actually knew this would be on your list because yes. I spoke before and you... you yeah. it's, one of my, it's my personal favourite Elder Scrolls game of all time. Does it stand up today? No, not really. I can actually attest to that. I, and I'm not normally one that struggles with this, but I started to play Oblivion a month or two ago. I was telling you about it, weren't I? And I played it for a bit. I played it about five hours and... It's one of them, there's a few games, I mean, some people get it more than I do, I don't get this often, but it's one of those games, obviously, I play a lot of retro games, I'm playing through the original Resident Evils right now, and they, they're extremely dated, but they're so dated that it doesn't matter, the the, mm. the, kind of the, the retro, for, for lack of a better term, but Oblivion, it's in that weird middle ground where it's kind of real, realistic, but it's not quite right, no. and it just feels a bit off. Un- uncanny Valley. That's what yeah, they call it. I don't know how. Is that what it's called? Right. Well, they call it. That's what the base that's for what video games are. Uncanny Valley is basically um, what a video game is. It's like you can tell it's not a human, or sometimes yeah. it can be that close to a human, but yeah. it's Uncanny Valley. That, that, that's it's, it. Something's a yeah. bit off. With I, their that, eyes. It's usually the eyes. That, that's the thing. That's all I can say. Because with something like, like I said, I'm just to play now. The original Resident Evil, because it just. I mean, obviously, it's not trying to look cartoony, but because it just looks so, you know, video gamey, that's it. But because this is sort of almost there, but not quite. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I just, I'm glad you brought that up because I've not, I've just, yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah, well, that's what I played it at the time. But so back it before it was, that, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it was still kind of a, a, a cult thing, Elder Scrolls. Like I'd, never, I'd never heard of it till we went round to yours that day and you were playing. But I hadn't so. played Norwind, and that, that obviously is where they gained a lot of their audience. That Dagger, was original Xbox, wasn't it, Mark? And also, obviously, yeah, and obviously then they had him on Windows is essentially where it started with Arena and Daggerfall and all that. Are they the, because Morrowind's three and yes. Oblivion's four. And, um, yeah. yeah, Arena's one. Uh, Daggerfall's 2. Daggerfall's actually still the biggest Elder Scrolls game ever made. It's the size of Great Britain. Hey. Yeah. Seriously? No, I, I believe you. I don't know why you'd make that <laughs> yeah. up. But... Yeah. Uh, look it up. If you don't believe me, go and look it up. How? How? It's because it's like, obviously, so it's like a DOS game. So it's so, like, dated. It's all, I think it was all procedure generated. Oh, right, right. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, anyway, going back to Oblivion. Sorry. Yeah. The reason I would say 
I'd have it where it is, is because it laid the groundwork for Skyrim. Hmm. Everything in that game is basically, you know, the, the way the open world is, the DLC is amazing. And if you play, like I played a lot of last year, Elder Scrolls Online, a lot of the characters, a lot of the lore has come from Oblivion. Like hmm. it's just, you know, I think it isn't, I think it's more of a, a, a cult thing if it's your favourite. I think obviously you always just go with Skyrim, but yes, yeah, Skyrim's a much better game. It is date, well, the thing is, it's aged that well, it keeps getting re released for everything. <laughs> okay. Todd Howard will probably re release it for the fridge next. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. Well, even jokingly, even jokingly yeah. re released it for the Alexa, didn't they? And it's a real thing. You can play Skyrim on your Alexa. Seriously? Yep. It was an April Fool's joke, but it wasn't. You can you can get it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's the full game, but yeah, you can oh, essentially play a mini well, you version know, of it. You, you are not alone with the uh, Oblivion love. Uh, there's one of one of my friends. Uh, she's she's quite a bit younger than us, and it it actually took me by surprise because she she was talking about Oblivion when I said I, I, I've been playing it and stuff, and she was there, like, "It's probably that's probably my favorite game." She said, "Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to love playing it." And I was like, "What do you mean?" When it, I was like, "Oh yeah." Because I'm old, and yes, you're we're not. Old. Yeah, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because I think we we were probably about eighteen when that dropped, and uh, yes. yeah, she said I remember being about eleven playing that. I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably, probably it's seen as a favourite. Is the nostalgia? It's like, please make a remake. It'd be great, but not right now. Please get the, if, the if, new Elder Scrolls. If they out. did make a remake, because there's a bit, I believe I enjoyed be. the thing. But if it ever happened, I'd definitely jump on that. Just it's because. not the sort of series that does that. Don't get me wrong. Like you got remasters of Skyrim, but I don't think they're the sort. They of... weren't from the ground up, were they? Exactly. They're not. Yeah. It won't. You want to go on to certain other places because Elder Scrolls Online is the entire realm so you want to go and see the other places mm, yeah and yeah I can never see that but yeah it should it be should it be Skyrim at number 5 maybe but I'm going to say no, this is your list You've exactly got to, yeah. I'm going to say Oblivion at number 5 but it is a contested don't get me wrong I would uh, I can't it. say them both and it doesn't count but and you, you've always said you prefer um, Oblivion my yeah, personal so, favourite yeah, definitely but, but what is your number 5 Jacob number 5 uh, right now this is a strange one. well it's not strange at of all of course but... it is it's your list <laughs> <laughs> no, well, um, basically this one, I, I wrote, I, the way I did my list, just to clarify, is I wrote loads of games down that I loved for this generation and just narrowed it down to 10, you know what I mean? So I didn't really know how, how to build a top 10. And this one was on there, and I thought, I need to put this in, just because it wasn't the first game I played for the generation, but you know my story. I started with a 360, I played Sonic 06 and Banjo, Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts. Not good things, but a bit after that, I played this other game, and I really enjoyed it. And as far as I'm aware, it's a 360 exclusive. I've never seen it for PS3 anyway, I might be wrong. It's called Condemned. Condemned Ooh. Criminal Origins. Yeah, you know what? That was the first one. That and Quake 4 yeah. were the first games I had for the 360. Oh, really? It must have been a launch title. I think very Condemned close. was an exclusive. Don't quote me yeah. for right. Might Condemned 2 is definitely out for PS3. But I don't. I never saw Condemned because I, I always looked for it when I bought a PS3. You know, I didn't look, go well out of my way. But whenever I was in a, a store, I'd always flip through the second hand because if it was like a fiver, I would have picked it up to play it again. I must admit, I should have replayed it because it was. I've not played it for so long, but I can't really say that much. But oh, it's I remember really liking the story. I'm not that big on first person shooters, but that hooked me in. It was a bit like Manhunt, but I thought this was much better. Uh, it, I liked the, thing the is whole. It, it didn't rely on shooting all the time. Did no, it? It that was. It the... was. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. There was a lot. I remember for a while you just had a crowbar, didn't you? Yes. That you had to, and uh, they had the whole thing with the photographs that was really interesting. I don't think, I don't think I've played a game like that now, yeah, which true. you know what I mean. And I, I mean that was the first game that I played. I mean there were games before that, but I played them since the, that really made me go. Oh, the, the, <laughs> one of the best, I think, one of the best moments of that generation. That I like looking back of gaming memories of the 360 generation was the mannequin bit. 
when you're in the mannequin store and suddenly it's like that doesn't look right and it starts Mm. moving and you're like I remember I think I don't know if like it's a set piece but for me it was like I was walking through and then suddenly this mannequin just started walking and I was like you know, just sort of stood like what? Like, yeah, I, as, I, remember I remember me and you talking about this now at the time. Sorry, that's just yeah. brought flashback. Carry on. Sorry. Just, yeah, no, yeah. no, I just remember like just freezing in game as well, and in real life, like what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, it was ridiculous. I was like, oh no! And then there's, there's, there was another one that has a walking stick, isn't there? Yeah, I do. And I, he's just stood there, and you think that doesn't look right, and then suddenly jumps at you. And, oh no! Yeah, the, there's I actually have a funny thing about that. When I'd completed the game, I remember thinking, oh, and I put my control down, and I was like, oh, I felt you know, proud of myself. I completed a game, and then I thought, I've done it. And then they open, and they've got the guy in the boot, and you get the choice whether to shoot him or not. And I was like, what's going on? And because I didn't do anything, I just didn't shoot him. He survived. Him. I shot him. Yeah. Well, I probably would have shot him, yeah. but I, I, I just thought of it. it all happened so fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, again, I really, uh, if I could have, I would have replayed that beforehand. But like I say, I don't have uh, the means to right now. Uh, but like, no, I mean, if, if this was a, I mean, if we did a list of ever the scare, again, I should be spoiling this, but that's probably going to be my number one for the scariest games. Just because I've never played a game that had really took took me to that level with uh, like being yeah, scared yeah, before. I mean, I have since, but not... Yeah, and uh, like I I think that must have been, what, 2006, 2007? Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was early doors for 360. Yeah. I wonder if now, I wonder if that would be a sort of oblivion thing where if we pick that up, it wouldn't... Oh, I'd say the graphics are really dated. Directly, yeah. Yeah, really dated now, yeah, I'd say so. But yeah, but yeah. so uh, what were we number four, Dan? So yeah, what's number four? My number four, Gears of War 2. Oh, cool. Exclusively, again, the franchise is exclusive to uh, the Xbox. Mm. I think it was the peak of the series again. Don't get me wrong, Gears of War 3 was a very good game. Mm-hmm. Gears of War was an amazing game. But Gears of War 2 is my personal favourite because the story was a lot better than the book. Number one was more just like you were just these like you know tough marines that you know fought the locusts. It was, it was a great story still. Really great concept. Still an amazing concept. But number two was just that much better. The story was a lot better, a lot more emotional. You were finding out a lot more about the backstories of characters like Dominic and his wife. And there were scenes in that game that are just so well done for a video game. The the multiplayer was a lot better than number one. Number one, it was very rough. And, you know, because mm. obviously it's a, it's a third person kind of. I think it introduced Horde mode. I might be wrong. I might get lynched for that. It might it, be number three it's, that introduced it's, it's it. Is number but... two the one with the video where one of them's looking for the wife and yes. he finds her, but. Yes. He sees her as she was, but she's like, oh. Basically, well, yeah. the main kind of ruining it here, but anyway, oh, sorry. doesn't yeah, matter. If if, it, if, yeah. That's one thing I loved about it is Dom's, Dominic, your, you play as Marcus Phoenix, his kind of buddy, his right-hand man, Dominic Phoenix from the Phoenix Wars. Never mind, I'm not going to go into it. Not Dominic Phoenix, what am I on about? It's Dominic Santino or something like that he's called. Okay. And he has a wife that's been missing. And the story of Gears of War is that the locusts have basically taken over Earth. Basically, like a, they're not aliens. They've lived in Earth. They've just came, come over, you know, just come up from below mm. and uh, risen. Anyway, and obviously you kind of get a hint because one of Marcus's friends, who's like this badass, gets imprisoned. And they get him out and he's just not right. And they hand him a shotgun during the fight. And instead of the fight on the locusts, he blows his head off. And that's like, wow, you know what I mean? Stuff from number one, it wasn't really that. It was just more of just a, we're the good guys, we got to kill the bad guys. There were a bit emotional bits in it, but nothing like number Tends two. Tends to happen. I mean, yeah, with, French, with the first ones, they've yeah, got exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And number two, obviously, he's looking, and then you go through these prisoners, basically cells, and you've got a thing called Jack Robot with you, and it finds Maria, his wife. Hmm. And obviously, you see Dom, and he's like, oh, she hops out. And I remember at first, I thought it was a bit weird. She was just like normal clothes. Oh, whatever. Like, um, she jumps out, and he's like, oh, Maria, and hugs her. 
And you think, oh, wow, this is really nice. And then you suddenly just hear Marcus go, Dom. And then he just suddenly cuts, and he just got like this corpse, essentially, just like not responding, looking at him. And obviously he's like, oh, he's just crying and all this. And obviously Marcus gives him a gun. He's like, you know what you need to do. And like he's like, obviously Dom's having a mental breakdown, saying, I'm so sorry, if you know what I mean, and all this. And like, you just get this shot of Marcus like walking away. And you just hear the gunshot in the background. Like, obviously just Marcus shakes his head. It's just, even now I've got goosebumps thinking of it. Anyway, that's me. Uh, and it's that good that it carries over to number three. So I mean, that that arc. You yeah. had to play number two to really appreciate it. And it's so good. Such a good payoff. But yeah, that's me ranting about Gizmore too. But yeah, that, that, if anything, kind of proves why it's my favourite. So I'm going to quickly move on to your number four, Jake. My, my <laughs> number four is Alice Madness Returns. A, a crazy game for the PS3 and the Xbox 360. So much so it's worth a lot today, isn't well, it? Well, not a lot, though. Compared no. to Gears of War 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, probably a thousand times that much. <laughs> like, literally, I bet you could pick that up for under a pound, and this one's probably about 20 quid, if you know what I mean. Mm. So um, it's such a good, uh, such a great game. Sort of like a 3D platformer, but a freaky 3D, like a dark Alice in Wonderland, basically. There is a first one... Um, Called, uh, called, that was for the PC that I think you can download but uh, for the PS3 360 but I've never played that one uh, you can tell this is a sequel to something because it obviously keeps referring to things because it's in the world of Alice in Wonderland but it doesn't follow the you know it's not the I've Disney story it completely eluded me that guy. Uh, I knew of it I, I think I think you would it. really like it it's a 3D platform a bit hack and slashy and there's all sorts of weapons there's a salt and pepper grinder using a machine gun that's quite cool uh, it's, it's, it's mental and the whole thing through it is you keep flashing between the real world and the wonderland but everyone in the real world thinks alice is crazy and uh, you know he's like oh, is she or is this all in a head it's it's actually quite you know, there's a lot to it for what it actually is and the, there's puzzles the secrets obviously i know <laughs> you can talk about any game but i don't want to give much away because i really do i think anyone I, th- I, I, I couldn't imagine anyone that's into games playing it and thinking, oh, this isn't for me. I think okay. everyone will find some yeah. enjoyment. I can't in really that argue because I've never played it. So. No, I, I, I wish you had. Yeah. I, will. I think you maybe, should. Maybe I will one day. You <laughs> never know. It's all the crazy visuals. Yeah, we'll move on anyway. I don't really know what more I can say. So, serious business now. Number three <laughs> Portal 2. Mm. Now, I don't know if it would be in everyone's top three. It, it's definitely up there. Valve, obviously. As we await Half Life Three, which will probably never happen <laughs> at this point, probably not. We got obviously the sequel to Portal, and it was like Portal was kind of a, a mini game, really mm-hmm. big enough game to have a massive following and stuff like a great puzzle game, one of the best original puzzle games ever, if anything. And Portal Two just really built on that, and they brought in uh, Stephen Merchant, British comedian, yeah. Uh, Ricky Gervais' right-hand man. I can't really think, unfortunately, what he's really massively famous for outside of Ricky Gervais. Uh, there's a few episodes of the Big Bang Theory. That's about he's all in that. He's in, uh, yeah. he's in Fighting With My Family. That's a, oh, of course he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, if anyone's never seen that film, that's a, a WWE film that's actually good <laughs> because they're not renowned for their good films. But no, he's in it and he makes it, really. it's absolutely, The writing is just so good. And it's a puzzle game, but it, it's so enjoyable. And you ne- Don't get me wrong, there are moments where you are like scratching your head, but it's never stressful. You're never annoyed like I finished it, and I'm not very good at puzzle games. It's the perfect example of leaving something while it's good. So we never got a Portal 3. We haven't had a Half-Life 3. Maybe uh, Valve, I think that is the theory, they're just allergic to 3. They don't, you know, we've had Team Fortress 2, <laughs> Half-Life 2, 
Portal 2. Not had a 3. Yeah, that's a very anything. good point. Well, Half-Life 3 has been rumoured forever. Left 4 but Dead. I think... Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. Blimey. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> but I know um, Half-Life, Half-Life... Uh, what was the one I played? It wasn't... It was a really random one that I played. I had it for the PC. I didn't have much for the PC growing up. Uh, Half-Life Blue Shift. Do you remember that one? It was an expansion, wasn't it? Something. For it must Half-Life. have been a standalone expansion. Because you, play, you played as a security guard, Barney Calhoun. I never really played Half-Life, played a lot of mm. Half-Life 2. Obviously, I think a lot of people did. Um, but yeah, Portals, obviously, it's set in the universe, but, you know, it's it, it spawned all the memes, you know, the cake is a lie, GLaDOS. It, it, it's still in gaming culture today. It's a great game. You know what? Now I've got a PC, I might even revisit Portal 2. It's just that good. Yeah. Such a cracking game. Oh, yeah. brilliant stuff. So, yeah, what is your number three, Jacob? Right. Now, here's one I toyed with quite a bit, and uh, I was actually... Uh, gonna put something else higher up, but then I decided, although it was for the PS3, I think it, it, it like we said with Metal Gear Solid 5, I think it's more invested in the next generation, so I'll save it for a future list. Foreshadowing. Um, but no, so basically for my number three, I have gone with, uh, as far as I know, it's an Xbox exclusive. It was definitely a launch title, and there's not much I could really tell you about the story or anything. It's a game I would play for hours without actually doing anything, and that is called Dead Rising. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I absolutely loved that. I never even owned it. Roy had it. My friend, I don't know why I'm mentioning his name, but yeah, and we used to play that hours and hours and hours. I didn't even really know what you were supposed to do. I just thought it was amazing you could run around the uh, it was, shopping mall. And, yeah, uh, it's yeah. big selling point, because I had it. It wasn't. I don't think I got it on launch, but I had it pretty close to when I got my three. I think I got it Christmas after. Yeah, got my three sixty, and it was amazing because it was the first game really when you had a big crowd. Mm. Like you had so many zombies. Now it probably wouldn't look like anything, but yeah, I know what you mean. And yeah, it was sort of one of them games you could literally hide in a closet if you wanted to. Yeah, and it, you'd still get an ending. Honestly, you'd really? still get an ending. Yeah, if you were, uh, it was. Yeah, you had three days. That was it, yes, of course. It was a very original concept, uh, still seen as the best one. I played it. I've never played any of the others. Wouldn't be in my top, I don't think it would be in my top taste. It's definitely a a very good game, and it obviously spawned a franchise, really. That's it. I mean, I was a bit unsure whether whether to put it high or or low, but I just thought that, for just sheer fun factor, is it the best on here? No. But we, I had so much fun with that game. And well, as we keep saying, it's our personal Yeah, that's it. And so. uh, it's one of them, of all of them on my list, it's probably the one I'm least likely to ever go back to. But I just had so much fun on it. I was going to leave it for the honourable mentions, but then I thought, no. Because I just, we had, it's one of them, if we weren't playing it with my friends, just setting each other a little challenge, you know what I mean? Just sort of a little, we just, we didn't play the game, play the game. We'd swap the controller back and forth and just do little things, you know what I mean? And we just found it so much fun. It was a fun uh, game. Yeah. yeah. That, Very that. stressful game as you went on, because I actually finished it and got the, the best ending. Oh, did but, you? Oh, yeah, it took a lot of, um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of figuring out. Oh. I actually did, it was back before I really had internet, like people obviously thinking, well, I had the internet back then. Yeah, but I didn't. I lived in Ireland in the middle of the country, so <laughs> I just had to work things out old school, and it was a ridiculous, like, you would need a walkthrough, really, to get the full ending. Oh, really? Mm. Fair enough. I think I just struck lucky. <laughs> I think I think what it was, I think I kind of cheated, because somebody in school, uh, college told me, I think, kind I, of hinted. I, like, I, I don't think that's cheating, personally. I think word of mouth, that's just the way of the world, yeah. if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. true. Uh, um, so yeah, should we go for number two? Yes. Well, my number two is Red Dead Redemption for both consoles, and you're going to hate me because I'm going to say the old thing again. It's my favourite, but it's not the best 360 game. 
but it's my favourite. It's close. These two are close, but this is why I've gone with it. I've looked at both games and gone, yeah, that's going to have to be number one because of this. But the reason this is number two... Oh, yeah. so your number one is... My, right, I get My I get, number yeah. one, I'll, I'll explain that, obviously, when I get yeah. to it. Red Dead Redemption is, is I would say, my favourite 360 game. Definitely. The story is amazing. Like, Red Dead 2 was amazing. It, it's not a franchise rock star kind of have like GTA but it, it's got its own following mm-hmm. and yeah the story the soundtrack the gameplay everything it's just a perfect game if you've never played it and only played Red Dead 2 I'm pretty sure if you played Red Dead 2 and you haven't played Red Dead 1 you'd probably go and play Red Dead 1 because it's set after 2 so ah, you probably would so go you, can, you know what yeah. I want to check that out now that's why I think they've been clever but it was it's just so that's it's right. the, the last of the cowboys and it's just such a well written like, I can just talk for days about it and we played a lot of online back in the day and had a lot of fun on that it was a lot primitive to what it is now oh was there um, an og red dead redemption online i didn't i thought yeah 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 yeah. and yeah it's yeah yeah i could talk all (laughs) i'm gonna go but the soundtrack everything is just incredible it's just an amazing feat in gaming Mm -hmm. of what you know what they can do with the story in the game and what retell the you know the last of the cowboy and that's what it is basically like one of the last of the cowboy i'm not going to ruin what is probably one of the best video game endings of all time. And it'll be forever one of my favourite games. So, yeah, that's my, that's my number two. I can't really... I wish I could say more. I could say more, but I'm going to bore everyone to tears. It's just the sound, I listen to the soundtrack. <laughs> honestly, it's just amazing. I can't say anything more, really. So what is your number two? Right, honestly, right. A bit of a... bit. Of a, just need to clarify something now. On this list, these next two, for me... Are so far ahead of the rest of the list. Does that you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like the rest of it. I mean, okay, I put it in an order, but it's very much the muchness. I could, you know what I mean? There's not. You have said a much a muchness a lot today. I don't know. <laughs> a friend of mine says it, and it just it's stuck in my head now. Uh, yeah, but it's very yeah. They're very close. We'll leave it with that. That's a very close. But now we're well ahead. But these two are also very close. So much to the point. During the podcast, I have wrote, I'll show you later, but I've wrote down, what I've wrote down for number one and number two, I've actually decided I'm going to swap them around. So um, my number two is Uncharted. Right, I do not know what your number one is now, man. Uh, I think it was um, (laughs) when I bought my PS3. Uncharted 1? Uncharted 1, definitely. Really? uh, By a country mile. Wow. Yeah, Really? um, I'd say number two. No, uh, a lot of people would. No, I I don't think you could beat that first one. I, and I think I think that about a lot of franchises, and I think it's just because it might be because it's my introduction to it. You I just can't think have a number two without a number one. Well, exactly, <laughs> and I just think obviously the story there's not as much of a story in it as there is in any of the other Uncharted's, but I think that kind of works in its favour. Obviously, there's a story there, and it had me so hooked. I played through that in a. I think I played. I started it at the night. I didn't want to go to bed, but I was so tired that I just played through the whole thing the next day. I absolutely loved it. It was. Um, when I and also, when I bought my PS3 back in 2010, I think it was, uh, I had the FIFA World Cup game, and they got a few others. And then I went, and uh, at the time, in game, our local game shop, they used to have two pre-owned games. If they were 15 quid, no, sorry, if they were 10 pounds, you could buy two 10 pound ones for 15 quid. So usually, if I wanted one, I'd pick up another because it's only an extra fiver. And I remember seeing. And I wanted to play Dead Space. Do you remember Dead Space? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to play that. And I bought that, and I thought, oh, it's in that offer. I'll get another one. And I was just looking around. I just picked up Uncharted. Didn't really know what it was. Thought, huh, this might be all right. Yeah. Absolutely no. fell in love with it. Okay, and, well, I'm yeah. not going to argue. And, I thought I'd be arguing with you about it now, but no. 
Uh, no, and uh, yeah, so I played I played that. I absolutely adored it. I ended up much preferring it to Dead Space. Maybe Dead Space was okay, but it's it's not making my list. I can tell you that. Mm. But from that, I found out after I'd played it that number two had just come out. So the following weekend, I went and bought that, and I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, I used to play it. We played it. I think we played number three together when that came out, which yeah. was actually the first game I ever pre-ordered off. Uh, it was off the HMV website. I don't even know if they still do it, but works the same way that Amazon does with its pre-orders. You pre-order it, and it comes like on any the pre-orders. Day. Unfortunately, yeah. you're you know you're to blame for pre-ordering. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's the way of the world now. You just pre-order games, and that's how they make their money before it even gets released. Yeah, so, but no, and, and like I said, Uncharted Three, uh, another it, again, great game. Again, going back to it was Naughty Dog that made Last of Us. Yeah. So there you go. And you know, they that, that they hadn't even got rid of Uncharted at that point. They were still making Uncharted games when they were making Last of Us. It's is, just... is Uncharted 4 Naughty Dog? Yes, but yes. it's obviously the last one. And it's, I think mm. it's the last Uncharted game that's been made. No, there's a Lost Legacy, is it? That was a DLC. No, it's, well, you could buy a standalone disc. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's a DLC. Oh, right. oh, I'm pretty okay, sure okay. it's a, a, a continuation. No, I think you are right. I think it is a. It's not a fully fledged you, game. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not uh, Nathan Drake. And also, here, so. I don't think it's like a full. I, I don't. I've not played. Play so Uncharted game. Yeah. I, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I'm pretty. Sh- anyway, um, so, yeah, and there's the one. There's one for the Vita as well. Uh, that's yes. that Golden Abyss. I think it's called. That's supposed yeah. to be good. But I've my not my personal favorite Uncharted game for the PS3 would be Uncharted. I, I'm a normie, two. unfortunately. It would be Uncharted Two. I'd say. Like Uncharted Two is yeah. great. I just, I'd say though, out of the mm-hmm. lot, doesn't count yeah. for this podcast. Number four, by far, number four. I love number four. Oh, for, of the it's, whole franchise. It's very rare. Yeah. It's very rare that anything movies, video games have good endings. They're usually when you look at any endings, usually they're quite bad. Mm-hmm. Apart from maybe. Harry Potter, that's got an alright ending, I suppose. Um, you know, Lord of the Rings, never seen them. I've heard that's got a good ending. Sorry, yeah. I just wondered what. I don't know, there's not many, but you think of like series, like yeah. you always go, oh, that well, ending wasn't very good. I know, it's I know always this, the same. No one likes an ending. Breaking Bad, perfect example of an amazing ending. ending con- right. Considering how, f- how much I, p- I played uh, Uncharted 1, I mean, I played through it three or four times. I've even got the platinum trophy on it. That's how much I played wow. through it. Um, yeah, the uh, I've never played Uncharted 4. I don't even know why. Should. I really should. should. I love the first I one. I love the second one. I love the third one. I don't I know why I've never touched it. think it be your least favourite. Is that because it's quite, quite cinematic? Yes, isn't it, it and, definitely goes yeah. more cinematic. And I think that's stuff. that's why I, I would have put number three. It's very three. bloated as well. It's a bit bloated. People actually call it short. I thought it was bloated. Really? Yeah, I thought it was yeah. actually a bit too... The story went on But I, I think that, like I said, I think, I think I've already said, I think that's why I like the first one so much. It's just very simple. It, not well, not simple, but it's just very much is what it is. It's just mm. very you go around duck and cover, shoot, and uh, yeah, the, there is a store. Obviously, there's quite a quite an in depth story. And when I mean, everyone says you could see it coming, but I didn't see the zombie Nazis coming at all. No. That that absolutely that took me completely by surprise. Yeah, I don't know if there's much more you can say. If you've not played it, just go and play it. Go and play <laughs> oh, it yeah, right no, now. Definitely play the Uncharted series, Christ. So yeah, before we get <laughs> to our number ones, though, we've prepared a few honourable mentions that, uh, you know, uh, that, that we lied for. They just didn't quite make our top ten. We are not going to cover every game, unfortunately. We'll exactly. be here for hours going through every game anyway. There's too many good games to that area. Yeah, there'll, there'll, there'll be some we've missed. There might be some yeah. we don't even know about. There's yeah, that many games. Exactly. That, yeah. Exactly. So I'll, one of my honourable mentions, The Orange Box... By Valve had that's got Portal One, Portal on it, One, Team it, yes. Fortress Two, Half Life Two. I think it had Episode One and Two on it as well. And that was when I first properly actually played Half Life Two. I'd played it before, but not really to any extent. And I still think, even probably to this day, if I was to pick up on PC, probably still stands up. 
So I think that's why people yearn for Half-Life 3 so much. It was just so, so far ahead of its time. Yeah, and it, great. Three three games in one and uh, Portal. What's that, Half-Life 2, did you just yeah, say? Yeah, Half-Life Sorry. 2. That was for the original Xbox, wasn't it? It might have been. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it the was. The Orange Box is a funny one, really, because, yeah, it isn't really a, a game, but it is like it's like three games in one. Oh, right. Kind enough, of like yeah. Portal was out for PC and it was... But it's still a game for the 360 and it's never been released again. So Yeah, no, <laughs> that's... Definitely. Honourable mention from you. What's an honourable mention? Uh, yeah, one from me. It's a, a bit of a cheat, really, but it's definitely one me and you have had a lot of fun of, and that's the Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection that came out for both of them. <laughs> yeah, that is a cheat. But yeah, but it it's came definitely out. worth saying. I yeah. mean, if you've got a if you've got a PS3, a 360, and you don't have if you don't have that, and there's a lot of Mega Drive, like a lot of the big ones that you want to play, like I'm pretty sure Castle of Illusions on there. I know all the Streets of Rage are on there. All the so- it's even got Sonic Three on it. Was before that's became. Outed, yeah, outed so uh, Michael Jackson, yeah, which he definitely was involved with exactly. So, Fight like, <laughs> um, yeah, the that that's definitely definitely worth picking up. And I bet it's not. I bet it's quite cheap to be honest. And you've yeah, got definitely about enough, at least at least twenty odd games on there. I can't remember how many exactly. And uh, yeah, like one of your favorites, Rise Star Rista, that yeah, that's on there, isn't right. it? Yeah, uh, what, what's, what's another one of yours, man? Uh, the Batman Arkham... I'm going to say Batman Arkham City, because that's the best best of the two. Yeah. Arkham Origins, Arkham Origins, actually, that's another one. Arkham Asylum... Oh, actually, no, I'm going to go with Arkham Asylum. I'm going to be controversial. I love that game. Mark Hamill as the Joker. That story. All them games, really. Apart from the last one, which came out for the Xbox One. That's probably the, the worst of the three, anyway, but it's a 360. The, they're just amazing. But they, they're... Batman games done right. You feel like Batman. Mm. Mark Hamill as a Joker, as I just mentioned, is amazing. That it, everything about that game is just incredible. And again, with Arkham City after it, amazing, absolutely incredible. And the ending to Arkham City again, one of the best video game endings of all time. Such a yeah, it is. I'd say it's a twist, massive twist, brilliant. Blimey, yeah, and <laughs> that's why it is an honorable mention. It almost made the list, to be fair, but yeah. No, the only uh, what's it? I've got. No, I've got two more honourable mentions. Actually, one of them is one that we've mentioned a fair. It's a personal favourite on the podcast, and that's FIFA 2010 World Cup. <laughs> Just because me and Dan had such a fun weekend on that that it had to, had to be yeah. mentioned. Definitely not on the list. No, you it's can't, not, but you like, not, yeah, not like a yearly game. I know you put your WWE on it, but. Fair enough, like Superstars was a one-off, so I'll let you off. I think if you could put a yearly version on, I would have gone, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, I just thought we just that just that's that's just a personal one, isn't it? And I'll just I'll just kick off my last one now and then I'll let you leave on any you've got left. Uh, and also I really enjoyed I don't think it was numbered, but there was a Mortal Kombat game for that generation I really yes. enjoyed. Yeah, well, I think it was think Mortal it, Kombat X. I think that was it? another one. Yeah. I think it was just Mortal Kombat, I think you're right. Mm. Yeah, good game, played it, stressful. I don't really like fighting games that much, to be fair, because I just find with some like hard bosses, you just end up having to do the same buttons over and over again just to beat him, it and it's like this isn't sometimes. enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think it, it's just it, fighting the games. One of the really few genres I absolutely love playing online, because like you said, against computers, it's uh, yeah. it can get quite cheesy, but uh, not cheesy as in... Uh, you, as in, you have to cheese your way through it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I had to cheese my way through that last boss on that game, definitely. Mm. But uh, a few of the honorable mentions for that three have to mention that. Cause probably people will be shouting. You, be you know, actually, I had that written down, but I wasn't sure if that would be your number one. So I didn't want to mention it. And no, I thought, yeah. I'm just going to chance Dan <laughs> will mention yes. that. Because, uh, yeah. yeah so, to, um, we have to mention yeah. it. Um, great game. Liam Neeson is your dad. So that's all you need. It's obviously, <laughs> it's, it's uh, a. It's Bethesda that obviously it had made Oblivion. Fallout Three came out before Skyrim. Mm. Wasn't my thing. I didn't like the combat. 
it had like a, a, a you know pause system and stuff. Oh, I thought you really it, liked that it, game. You it know, it was good. Oh, it was good, but it wasn't. It's not one of my favourites. Okay, cool. Well, um, I'm glad you mentioned it because otherwise I would have been like. And again, games I had really good fun on. I've got to mention them. weren't going to make my list because I'm not really a fan, but it definitely kicked off what it you know the games were around before it. COD Four, Modern Warfare Two. That day up, they mm. were the games that made what Call of Duty is today. The 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 juggernaut that is uh, Call of Duty today. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I played COD 4. I went down and got Modern Warfare 2 that morning from Morrison's. Like, really? Yeah. I worked nights at the time, stayed up till I think it was seven o'clock when the local Morrison's opened. And I remember it was like they were selling it for £25 on launch day. And it was two per customer. Man- mental. Absolutely mad. What? Why? I don't know. Oh, well, it was obviously two per customer because obviously someone could just go in and just. No, why £25? I think it was an offer Morrison's were doing. Right. Because I remember our friend. Who worked in Morrison's actually said, "Yeah, it was mad. Like it, they had so many in the back, in the in the back, ready for just." And like alive. he said, he got to the point where they were like, oh, "I bet you got none left." He was like, "Well, actually, no, we got those for some reason." But then when they were all gone, it was. I think that was back during like the the, the price wars, back when it, you know the economy was actually booming. Christ, you know, I remember them days. Anyway, <laughs> but no, back to my number one. So oh. drum roll, please. <laughs> it is unfortunately. GTA Five. I say unfortunately. Of course, I was trying to figure say, out yeah. what it was. I say unfortunately because it. yeah, it's such a normy <laughs> answer. But I'm just going with my own argument of it is. It's the best Xbox 360 game. It's the best GTA. Now, obviously, I should honourably be mentioned GTA Four because Metacritic would say the best game from that generation is GTA Four. It was the best reviewed game. Well, I'm, it, I, as you know, wrong. I'm not a GTA guy, so it's there, there's not never been me. a bad GTA game. I'm not really a fan of the originals. Good games. They're the only ones I am a fan of. (laughs) But I think GTA 4, yes, it was really good. I've got to admit, probably one of my least favourite, to be fair. It was just, I didn't really like the driving. I thought the driving was really stiff. To to be honest, it's probably the one I've played the least of. I mean, GTA um, 4? Yeah, like, I've I've not played much of 5, but I've seen a lot of 5. I remember trying out GTA 3 at the time. Vice City, I remember been all right with but i just with them games for some reason and this is me it's weird that they've eluded you because they're, uh, they're the biggest yeah. really the video game they the, probably are the biggest no, video I th- I game think franchise. They are. i just get bored i don't know what it is with them the one i played the most by far is san andreas of the of the modern 3d still ones. seen as i think by many people uh and and then um yeah and then i played uh what was the next oh no it was four after that yeah i've just four's the one that's completely eluded me and i don't know i don't know how four. The main character, Nico, was great with his brother Roman. Two Russians, absolutely brilliant characters. I just think, it, I don't know, it was just the game. But don't get me wrong, when it came out, it was amazing. I played the death out of it. But I think it's only because GTA Five just came out and completely overshadowed it. Hmm. You play as three different characters, all of them so well written. The story, to, to the point I was actually playing it again. For some reason, it, wasn't, it hasn't been re-released for the Series X yet. It is being re-released on the, on the Series X. I just remember thinking, this story is so good. Oh, like, like you're playing the story mode, not Yeah, oh, not even the online. I'm not a big fan of the online. Again, I've got, I've got to commend them. That's still... Hmm. And this is why it's number one. People are still buying it in their millions yearly, every year. That's why we haven't had another GTA. You know, I'm pretty sure, I know this sounds really retro, but in the Argos catalogue, I'm pretty sure GTA 5 is the only, like, PS3 and 360 game that you can still purchase yeah. now. No, I'm not talking about... Don't get me wrong, it is cheating to say that. People in their millions still buy it. They buy it for the Xbox One, and it's being re-released. For but the it's the same X game. It's, it's, I mean, it's probably up to bit, but it's the same game, isn't it's it? It's the same you game. Know? The newest one was remastered, yeah. and now apparently we're getting a... A full remaster, like they're going to 
they're going to have the same engine as Red Dead Redemption 2, so it's going to oh, be right. very cool. pretty. But yeah, that's why, you know, it was right at the tail end. Because I remember thinking, wow, they're releasing this for a 360 when like, the, I, I think the Xbox One and PS4 were months away. And they were releasing, it was basically the big last Because I, I remember having a conversation with you about it, because obviously you got it, if not on launch day, very close to. And I remember being sat... Oh, it was on launch day. Was it, of course, course it was. Of course it was, yeah. <laughs> I just remember being sat in your living room and you were playing it. And like I say, I, I, just because they're not for me, I do appreciate them. You know what I mean? I get that they're very good games. I just struggle to... And I remember watching it and I remember saying, I was like, Christ, look how good this looks. And we've got yeah. new consoles coming out. And now we've had new consoles again, which makes it this feel game, This GTA game is the only game really that's had three consoles. Most of them get three... Most consoles get three games, but... No, it's a normie answer, and I hate myself. I suppose, for yeah, because but... uh, like, like we say, the Wii U doesn't have its own its own Zelda game. The Xbox One, PS Five, PS Four don't have their own GTA. No. You'd How like weird to, you would I never like, thought of that. that. It is. They have confirmed that a GTA Six is in the works. I'm sure that it is. Yeah, Christ, I think. Please just take your time, Rockstar. If anyone from Rockstar's listening, which they won't be, <laughs> but just take your time with it. Don't cyberpunk it because GTA Five came out, and I think really that's when. Rockstar are very good. Like they, they're like Nintendo. They will not release a game until it is basically near perfect. They'll patch it still because they'll always be like little whatever. When but, games are that vast, there's going to yeah, be but it, they're always like too. bang on. And I think because everything's just you know that much, the bar's been set that much higher. Just don't announce it, you know, until it's almost done. So then you've only got a few things to do because the hype that it's going to be Half Life three levels of hype and GTA when you can agree when GTA 6 gets announced oh I'm not looking forward to that I remember when GTA 5 <laughs> yeah. came out I remember literally yeah everyone I knew it was just all, all it went. will be massive absolutely huge but yeah I hate myself for it but I I can't argue with no, myself if, if, if that's it's your number it is as well yeah. I'll actually say yeah no it's definitely the best GTA game and definitely you know, definitely yeah. the best 360s. And it came out, out at a time when developers would have really mastered the hardware. It was the, the last hurrah of that PS3. generation yeah, by so. far. It was the, the the exclamation point on that on that uh, era. And a lot of people always obviously always forget it was that generation that it was out for. Mm. So, but in a way, I dread to think now. What's your number one, Jake? Have you really not figured it no. out? No. Well, okay it's then. It's not Jim well, Newcomb forever, is it? Of course it's not. <laughs> I nearly put that on the honourable mentions. But Why thought, would you no. put that Because I, I thought, as much as I like to think I like that game, I, 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 it's all right, Terrible. but it's literally just... Um, uh, Jim Newcomb 3D, oh, that's a different kettle of fish. But no, my number one, I'm surprised you haven't figured it out. It's as soon as you tell me, I'm going to kick myself. It's a game called Heavy Rain. <sighs> of course. Of course, you know what? I should have figured out it wasn't on your list. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, by, I think, personally... By far the best game I played on that generation. Like I know I was torn between that and Uncharted, but when I really thought about it, I thought no, I'll, Uncharted was great and it was fun, but I was nowhere near as gripped as I was on Heavy Rain. Do you know what? I'm a bit annoyed because I, I thought when it came to like maybe the top three, I'd be arguing the toss with you, saying, "Why the hell's that in your top?" Nope, I've got to admit I can't really. Don't get me wrong, you the bottom five with the list, well, whatever. <laughs> I, I've got to admit, yeah, your top three, okay. Fair enough. I'm not going to argue. No, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm actually amazed. I, I thought I don't. I don't know. I didn't really think Heavy much Rain about it. is a cracking game. I got a really bad ending on it. It's again. We're going back to that's a game that's done right with multi choice. Well, that's what I was, I was actually going to say. You were talking about Mass Effect earlier. Obviously, I don't know much about that. But for me, this is how you do a multi choice. Get everything yeah. is drastically affected by everything you do, and it makes everything that much more tense. Uh, I've played it through a few times, but it'll never beat that first time when you don't no, have a clue exactly. what's going on. Well, they say that so much so they released, didn't they? G Detroit. 
become human. Uh, yes, I've not played that. No, There's I also another one for that. for this generation called Beyond Two Souls, but I've never I've never played it. But that's there by was the same Fahrenheit makers. as well, wasn't it? But I think that was before. Oh, I don't know that one then. I don't know. Yeah. But but no, uh, on, 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 honestly, it, a must must have for any PS3 own. It is just for PS3 into Heavy Rain. I don't think that was. Did come out for 360. It did come out for PC. I think. Did it? Oh well. If same you've got with. A, um, same with Detroit. Same with Detroit. Become human. Oh, cool. but no. If you've got a PS3 or a PS4, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Re- oh, yes. Well, like yeah, yeah. re-released on the PS4. Honestly, it's uh, it's so easy. I mean, it, it, it once you start playing it, you won't be able to put it down. It is that kind of I game. I think I recommended it to you as well, didn't I? It was another one of the. Um, you know how I said how I found Uncharted. It was another one of the. It was a two for fifteen or two for twenty or something. It wasn't. It was in a diff. We were in Manchester. We're not in our sleepy little town, and we were in a different game shop, and they had a different offer. And I can't remember what the game I, I was looking at. And you said, "Oh, that's supposed to be quite good." So yeah. I thought, "Oh, I'll throw that in." And again, that I can't even remember the other game I got, so that completely overshadowed it. And my lord, it was good. Uh, we've I, I, I've watched you play through it a lot. I've played through it myself a few times. I've had other friends play through it. None of us have even had anywhere. By the time we get to the end, it's all completely different because we've all just done completely different things. One that always sticks out to me is there's a cutscene where um, you play as multiple characters in this game, as you know, and there's a cutscene where you go into some sort of like antique store or something, and I can't remember what you're looking for. And you're a private detective, and he's looking around. And in the cutscene, as he's doing things, like he picks up something off the table, and then you, you, you go, oh, no, the police are coming. Like, quick, we have to wipe all our prints up. And you've got to, out of nowhere, just remember everything they've touched in this cutscene. And I remember, I, I thought I'd got everything, and I was running out of time, so I was like, right, go. And we left. And then as I left, the camera just panned in on, I can't remember what it was. I think, I think it was like an old, old-fashioned telephone. It just panned in on that, and I was like, I never wiped the telephone. <laughs> I can't remember what the yeah. repercussions were from that particular one, but I, I'll never... Again, never, there was, I do think you do get choices, but to be honest, I don't think they really matter until towards the end of the game. Think, yeah. It gives you that illusion again, but they're still very good. Like, but still it's still, a lot of it draws endings. you in. It's one of those... Yeah. It's so, it draws you in. It's like a movie. You don't want, Well, it's not yeah, like a movie like at all, but um, it's very much like you get that same draw in as you don't want to... It didn't take me long to get through it, put it that way, because I didn't want to do anything else when I was playing that game. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, that that's def- that's my number one. Well, that does wrap things up then for our first of probably many uh, top tens. I enjoyed it today. Definitely, yeah. I hope you been. did too. And uh, yeah, we haven't covered every game. Uh, we've missed out another game. I can mention Catherine. Not if you've never played that, go out and check. That <laughs> game out. Amazing. Anyway, I'm going to end this now for a ramble. I've been Dan. I've been Jay. And you stay safe. Bye.